1,637,178. That's how many apps and games are available in the App Store right now. When I asked my Twitter followers to guess how many apps there are in the App Store, 81% got it wrong. There's this assumption that the store just grows, but Apple is really strict about keeping the store clean to the point where it reverses growth. In comparison, Google Play has more than 3.5 million apps and games available right now. I'll share where I got these numbers from and where you can look them up on demand for free whenever you want in next week's episode, so subscribe. Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and here are my top highlights about apps and games for this week. Something weird is happening with games. This week, I rounded up the most downloaded games in the world in September, and well, let's start at the top. Subway Surfers was the most downloaded mobile game in the world in September. The title collected 29 million new downloads from the App Store and from Google Play, according to our estimates. Subway Surfers has been the number one title in our rank since April, which is really impressive. But September's haul was actually the lowest to date. And FYI, I combined the Chinese version into the main version, which leads to a higher total. I didn't do that last month. StumbleGuys earned the second spot with 21 million downloads. School Party Craft, Candy Crush, and Bridge Race round out the top five. All three added about 15 million new downloads each, according to our estimates. There are two things in this list that I have to point your attention to. Save the Doge, which earned the 10th position on Google Play with 10 million estimated downloads, has its privacy policy in a Google Doc, which is weird. But even weirder, that privacy policy says its games are only available for users in China and that personal data is collected and stored in China. But since this game is on Google Play, which isn't available in China, I don't really believe it. And I don't really trust this game. The second item is Sheep is a Sheep. Super difficult elimination games, which I had to use Google Translate to understand, the number seven on the App Store list, had seven really big days of downloads in China and then was abruptly removed from the App Store. No relationship between the seven and the seven. I don't know why it was removed, but that's very suspicious. Also important, this is the second month in a row we're seeing multiple apps from China rise up our top ranks. I expect this trend to continue. Together, our app intelligence shows that the top 10 most downloaded games in the world added 157 million new users in September. A significant drop when compared to August numbers, but like the drop we saw with apps last week, this is a result of summer ending. And on a side note, I didn't get that many likes last week when I asked if you like the level of detail I go into, so I'm sharing more data in this episode. Let me know if that's your vibe by giving this episode a like. Or not. At least I'll know. Moving on. This week, I also ranked the highest earning games in the US in September, and unlike downloads, which were very different, this list is pretty consistent. In first place, we have The King, Candy Crush Saga. The title has been the highest earning game in the US consecutively all year. According to our estimates, it ended September with $138 million of net revenue, meaning after giving Apple and Google their fees. So far in 2022, Candy Crush Saga has already earned $1.2 billion of net revenue. And yes, I mean billion with a B. Most of the money came from the App Store, which is pretty normal for both apps and games these days. Roblox, which has been the runner-up for almost as many months, ended September with $46 million of net revenue, far lower than the summer months, but that's not really surprising. Pokemon Go, Royal Match, and Coin Master, the incumbents, rounded up the top five list. 
for September. Together, the top 10 highest earning games have brought in $418 million of net revenue in September from the U.S., according to our estimates. And that's a bunch lower than August, which I suspect is also the result of summer ending because we're talking about games here. But not to worry, the holiday season is coming soon. A few weeks ago, TikTok rolled out a Be Real clone called TikTok Now to try and slow down the massive growth of Be Real. In the US, that feature was bundled into the main TikTok app, but outside of the US, it rolled out as a standalone app by the same name. TikTok Now recently crossed a big milestone, 10 million downloads. The app, which launched in mid-September, saw downloads rise quickly. A little over a week after its release, TikTok Now had 900,000 downloads in one day. The rise was fairly sharp, but with TikTok promoting TikTok, that's really exactly what I'd expect. Do you use TikTok now or Be Real? Which do you like more? Let me know in the comments if you dare. Downloads slope down after the massive peak, but are still in the hundreds of thousands every day. And again, not very surprising considering it's TikTok featuring TikTok. Also not surprising, according to our estimates, about 70% of the downloads are coming from Google Play. 10 million is a nice number, but... And this is not something I thought I'd be saying. It just isn't enough for TikTok. Be Real beat it in downloads in September, which is an amazing accomplishment, considering Be Real isn't even strong on Google Play right now. I'm not entirely sure why TikTok chose to split this feature into a full app or why it only did that outside of the US, but I'll continue to follow its performance and see how it compares to the app it copied. I'm also curious to see how its latest copy, Still Images, will help it grow. So more on TikTok in the future for sure. Did I say you should subscribe? You should. Speaking of TikTok, this week, a new app rose to the top of the charts in the US, nudging both Be Real and TikTok down a few spots. I initially thought it wouldn't last, but so far this new entrant has claimed the top spot in the US since Tuesday, a whole bunch of days. That's a lot more days than I would expect for an app that's only useful to young students in a handful of US states, not even the entire country. So what's Guess? It's an anonymous communications app targeting kids who are too shy to talk to others and instead want to hide behind a screen. And yes, that's my slightly negative spin on it, but really, does the world need another anonymous communication app? The last few have all ended up shutting down because they turned into a breeding ground for bullying. Guess comes from the creator of TBH, which was acquired by Facebook and then erased a few months later a few years ago. So there's certainly some rinsing and some repeating here. But back to numbers. We estimate that by Tuesday, Guess was downloaded by a million people. Now, keep in mind, the app is only available in the US and only on the App Store, which really limits its reach. Also limiting its reach is that it's only working in a small number of US states. Why only a handful? Why those particular ones? I really don't know, but the creator promised it'll expand soon. Overall, I don't see a bright or long future for Gas, but what I do find different in Gas that we haven't seen with other similar apps is that Gas seems to have a revenue model in actual revenue. So far, our estimates show those a million users have given Gas nearly $100,000 of net revenue, which is what Gas gets to keep after Apple takes its fee. If you're curious, the revenue comes from an in-app purchase called God Mode, which costs $6.99 per week. I didn't say it was a good revenue model, just putting it out there. And an interesting note for the developers in the crowd, Gas isn't technically an app, but rather a game. Well, it isn't, but its developers listed it as a game to gain a competitive edge when it comes to ranks. It's an interesting technique, but in my opinion, a pretty misguided one if you rely on organic discovery since the App Store splits the two types, apps and games, very clearly these days. 
that leads me to believe this growth isn't really the result of some amazing organic discovery or crazy word of mouth. The developer says they're not spending on ads, but there are ways to promote that are not really in the App Store. It's now been moved to the social category where it really belongs. Let's see if anything changes. And last for this week, Uber has had a very strange few years. On the one hand, demand for its flagship app dropped significantly when lockdowns hit, but then Uber Eats became red hot as people were stuck at home. Under the hood, pun someone intended, there was another shift. Many who wanted to free themselves from the office found a more flexible working solution in Uber as drivers. Uber is now seeing the most new drivers it's ever seen. In September, Uber Driver, the app you would need to be able to drive for Uber and make money, was downloaded 853,000 times in the US. It was downloaded a similar number of times over the summer as well. By far the best three-month stretch for the service. There's no other reason to download the Uber Driver app, so using it as a proxy for the number of new drivers joining the platform is very reasonable. Uber is facing a bunch of challenges from the leak it experienced a few months ago that uncovered misguided business practices, I'm being nice here, to legal battles in many, many states, but it seems that those are irrelevant when it comes to growing its workforce. Let's zoom out a tiny bit. So, so far this year, Uber Driver was downloaded by 6.4 million drivers in the US alone. That's a touch higher than 2021, all of 2021, and a bunch higher than 2020. And this year, still has two busy months to go before the ball drops. And you might be thinking this isn't about Uber, but rather about the gig economy growing. I have the exact same thought. Until I looked at downloads of Lyft's equivalent app. Lyft Driver, the app you'd use when driving for Lyft, or when driving for both, like some people do, is not nearly as big. So far in 2022, Lyft Driver saw just 1.6 million downloads, fewer than 2021 and 2020. So this isn't really a change in the market, but rather Uber's own doing. Is there enough demand to handle the supply? I'll answer that in next week's episode when we look at downloads for Uber and Lyft's main apps. So make sure you subscribed in order to watch it. And that's all I have for you today. Check out this episode for the highest earning and most downloaded apps. And I'll see you next week.